When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Hopping into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we welcome Amanda. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Oh, going great. And uh, you're having a little dust up with your boyfriend, Tim. And this is about some travel plans and what in the world is going on here. We're going to go visit his family this weekend. And I never know what we're going to do or where we're going to go. And so I always have to bring a lot of clothes because I don't know, like, do I need clothes for, like, something, like, athletic? Do I need nice clothes? Do I need nice shoes? Do I just need my boots? Do I, need, I have no idea because you can't get a straight answer out of anybody what the plan's going to be. And so he's just mad that I'm bringing too much stuff, but you have to bring too much stuff because you just, I can't just wear jeans and sneakers all, all you know, you weekend. Say you're flying or are you driving? We're flying. Oh, Also okay. becomes yeah, checked bag. Yeah. Checked bag. Versus carry-on okay. at that point. Plus, you can't bring all your liquids in a carry-on. You just can't. You're talking hairspray, shampoo, conditioner, lotions, all the, potions. Yes, all, yeah. yes, all the things. Like, if I want to look nice. Like, if I, wanna, if I don't care what I look like, then fine. But, I mean, I don't know. Those rules were not made for women. I'm sorry. They just weren't. How long's the trip? We're going to be there um, th- through the weekend, five days. You say you can't get a straight answer on anything about what you're going to be doing, what the plans are, so how to dress accordingly. No, and you never you never do. Even when you get a plan in advance, it always changes. I think something important are shoes, right? You need different types of shoes. You need your, like oh, you yeah. said, your sneakers, but then you might just need some like flip-flops to walk around in their house or just to pop outside, but then you might need some heels for going out. Snow boots, you might go out in the woods <laughs> or something. You can't really make this work in a bag that's on the airplane no there's just no way there's no way plus i don't think i can get away with just one coat i don't know i don't know it's like we just don't know like and because the, the weather's up and down so and i need layers he can just pack one bag he packs one bag he takes nothing he like he like brings deodorant and toothpaste and that's <laughs> it at least he brings deodorant and toothpaste he got the hygiene going <laughs> all right so where is this argument right now amanda Right now, he's just he's just mad. So we're starting out the trip in a bad way. But I don't know what else to do. I mean, what do I do? I just wear all my clothes on the plane. Be one of those people. I mean, or, I've seen them. Or you're just going to buy stuff while you're there. Yeah. Like another coat or the right pair of shoes. And then you're going to have to bring it all back with you. And then you look really extra. Like, oh, wait, we got to take Amanda shopping. She forgot her Just share. go to the Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you visited here before? How long have you and your boyfriend been together? Three years. So this is okay. not my first rodeo. All right. all right. So it's not like you got to impress them or anything. They know who you are. Mm, I still do. Yeah. Um, you never okay. have to stop impressing, do you? No. Amanda, do you have a closing <laughs> argument before we go to the jury here? 
I mean, it's not really an argument. It's more like a plea. I'm like pleading, like just for some backup on this. Like just people who understand like all these rules and like all those people who say, oh, pack simple. Just, you know what? I, I would, I mean, I, I think I'd like to say something very sweary to the people who say pack simple, but I won't because I know we're on the radio. But like. Yeah. The, all those articles about, you only need one bag, you only need a plastic bag, you only need, no, I mean, who are these people? Who are these people? <laughs> Roll up your socks and put them inside the shoes. Yeah. That uh, that's, good. I mean, sure. Uh, that's, sure. You know, you still need your hairspray. All righty. Uh, Juror member number one, Statman, are you team Amanda or team Tim here on this? Well, who's paying for the tickets? We each bought our own plane ticket. Oh, well, then if you're paying for your own extra luggage, too, then why should he care about how much you bring? Bring a whole kitchen sink if you want. <laughs> you're paying for it. So, yeah, if you feel like you need it, bring it. But does he have to carry your bag, your extra bag? No, but here's the thing. When I carry it and I insist and I'm struggling, he goes, oh, 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 I'll get it. Oh, 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 I'll get it. You know? I'm still surprised at myself. Big Dave and I went down to the ACMs in in May and uh, I packed for the whole weekend in a carry-on bag. It was, it was the duffel bag. It, it was a duffel even... bag. Big Dave could not believe it. I had multiple outfits in there. However, I had an itinerary. I knew pretty much what we were doing down there. So I was and you knew the weather. And you knew the weather. Yeah. Yes. So I'm on your side unless he get like he just needs to get you an itinerary of what is going to be going down. Maybe you can pack lighter if you knew what the heck y'all were doing. All right. Well, I mean, I hate to do that. I'm going to be on Tim's team. You I knew know. it. Get yourself together, Amanda. What's up with you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, come on. I get it a little bit, you know, you know what? But uh, just, you know, try to find a way to combine things for like outdoor. She needs an itinerary. Okay. It's the get, only missing piece. Get the itinerary, but okay, you're gonna make you're gonna talk me out of siding with Tim <laughs> and what you're trying to do. Just pack smarter. That's all you gotta do. Uh, because okay. what I witnessed down in Frisco, Texas from Ashley shows me that it is is possible. I crushed it. She did. I mean, it looked like a gym bag. Yeah, he's like, that's all you're bringing? Yeah. Nailed it. All right, but a two to one, we sided with you over, Tim, but let's see what our B105 jury thinks at 749-B105 and also through the app, okay? Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. Have fun on your trip. Yeah, enjoy doing Thank laundry you. on vacation. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. It was right last night. We heard from Amanda, who is going with her boyfriend, Tim, to uh, visit his parents, and they're flying for the weekend. We're going to spend a few days extra there as well. He's getting on her because she wants to take a big bag and check them because she doesn't know what they're going to do, and she never does. She goes, I don't know what I need to dress for and because no one will tell me. He's like, do the carry-on and everything. So uh, we actually sided with Amanda two to one over Tim, but let's find out what other people think. Here's another Ashley. This one is from Harrison. She is Team Amanda, and why is that? Yeah, I think it's just a women thing, but we always overpack, and I think it's just a men thing that they don't pack a lot. I think women always think of the worst. I know for me, I always overpack, even if I'm just going for a weekend. I can never just have like a carry on. That is just not in my MO. There's no way. Because if you're sitting there, you know, at your destination and you don't have, you know, all the shorts that, you know, are sitting at your house and you wish you had them, mm -hmm. might as well just throw them in the bag. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, stores, and it just makes it ten times harder to find them that the ones that you want or anything like that. So I just have them, even if I don't use them, I still have them. <laughs> A Catherine messaged in and said, "No itinerary." Then he buys what she needs if she packs light. But what if she can't find what she wants when she gets there? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're gonna spend their whole time there shopping. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Ashley. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Jamie from Milford is on the boyfriend side. She is a big team, Tim. Why is that? Well, my family and I went on a cruise to Alaska, and we were gone for a total of 15 days, and I packed everything in one carry-on. It's about learning how to pack, and also the little uh, packing cubes are work wonders. So in Alaska, there's all kinds of unpredictable weather. Well, yeah, I got to know how 15 days. Now, obviously, you didn't have 15 different outfits, or did you? Um, I did not have a total of 15, but it was about learning how to match different shirts with different pants and vice versa. Um, so I probably had a total of about eight different outfits. Yeah, and turn the underwear inside out. You get two days out of them. Okay, no, I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make a video showing how you did that because you're looking at millions of likes on that. <laughs> Crystal from Independence is uh, Team Amanda. Why is that? Uh, because I think she should pay for the extra luggage and pack what she wants. Wow. Yeah, that is to the point right there. Absolutely. If she's paying for it. For sure. That's uh, It's kind of akin to what we have from Brenda here. She says, uh, take a bigger suitcase and put his stuff in with yours. Oh, just go all in on it. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Thank you. Lindsay from Lawrenceburg, another team Amanda. Why is that? I kind of am. Like, I, I know that as women, we have to pack a lot. We need all of our stuff. But it sounds like a pretty serious relationship. So why doesn't she, like, try to get a drawer or something down at his parents and see if she could keep stuff down there? That way, when they go, she's not having to pack all this stuff. Yeah. You, you know what my brother does when he flies in from uh, Florida is he'll ship a box via UPS to oh. our house of, like, boots and coats and stuff like that, and then he has just to carry on. That's a, that's that's a good amazing. idea. Yeah. Shipping's cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper than an extra carry, uh, yeah. uh, doing a check bag. All right. Kevin's weighed in on the B105 app. In regards to the debate about the travel, I have two words. High maintenance. Whoa. If she can't pack lighter, she has issues. Also, she said that Ashley knew the weather where where she was going. Has she never heard of the Weather Channel? <laughs> Dang. Get the app. Holly from Union is Team Amanda. Why is that? I just know that a girl needs their stuff. They need to have options. But I do have advice. Maybe she could buy some of those vacuum bags, and you can usually fit more stuff in those. Mm-hmm. If you if you buy some of those vacuum bags, yeah, it sucks out all no. the air and gets everything real nice yeah. and tight. You know, I got to be I'm got to be honest with you, Holly. I'm surprised they haven't made those that fit around your body yet. And like it's like instant liposuction; it just sucks you in. And then Kim you put, Kardashian's yeah. working on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, seven forty nine. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, something buzzing around the uh, news this morning is involving, well, I guess you could say country singer Jana Kramer because she's had a few hits that we've played over the years and she's an actress as well. And 
It's a new Lifetime Christmas movie uh, called A Cowboy Christmas Romance. Oh. And it's the first ever Lifetime Christmas movie with a sex scene, they're saying. Hey, wait a minute. That's not how Jesus was created. He was a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but, it's the first one out ever? Ever. I mean, well, this is Lifetime. You got the Hallmark one. So they're saying this is the first one ever. <laughs> and it's not going to be that risque or anything. Still pretty PG. Yeah, pretty PG. Yeah. But uh, stat, you're almost right. It sounds like it's taking place in a bar. Barn somewhere <laughs> with a bunch of hay, like a manger. So uh, there you go. This led to something shocking that a great friend of our show, Sue Day, revealed to Ashley this weekend. And uh, she joins us now. Good morning, Sue Day. Good morning. Now, i got to be honest. I thought your whole life revolved around the Bengals. I thought, you know, <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's why we call you Sue Day instead of Who Day. So what did she tell you this weekend, Ashley? Well, we were out, and I don't even really know how we got on the subject. We were talking about holiday movies or my lack of watching TV, and she brings up the fact that she's got this Hallmark app. And I'm like, what? There's a Hallmark app. There's an app for everything. And it actually tracks the movies that you watch. And then, Sue, lay it on them. How many movies have you watched? Like 494 out of 793. Wait a minute. <laughs> How long have you had this app? How much time do you have to watch TV? <laughs> this is like my third Christmas season for the app. Okay. Only your third, though? And right? how many again? What's the number? 494 out of 793. Isn't that awesome? You're killing it. I guess if you're going for a high score. I can't believe Hallmark hasn't contacted me, honestly, to pay me to watch these. Trust me, there's some ladies that have passed you, though, but you have watched 494. Now, are these just regular Hallmark movies or Hallmark Christmas movies? Every single Hallmark movie. Any of these repeats? Like, I bet Dave watches uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation at least five times a Christmas season. Well, Dad, this is why you need the app. You yeah. can download the movies to your calendar. It reminds you. Then you can mark that you've watched it, and it won't remind you again. <laughs> Unless you mark it as a favorite. <laughs> yeah, there's, and there's usually, like, a reward system in apps. Is there anything like that? Not so far, you guys. Maybe you can help me out. Maybe the reward is if you watch X amount of them, you don't have to watch any more. <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, the reward is you walk around with a lot more love in your heart. Oh, God. Oh, I realize right. that in a really bad world, sometimes there's really good things that do happen. Okay, let that. me ask you this. Can you open the app right now and see which ones you've seen in the past? Like Christmas movies? Yeah. Yes, I can open up my app. Yeah. I want you to see if you've watched one called uh, Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas. Absolutely, I have. I don't even need to look that up. Okay, because that one is famous to us because you know who wrote that one? Blake Shelton's mom. What? Yes. It is based on a book that Blake's mom, Dorothy Shackelford, put out, and they made it into a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie, Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas. Yes, and there's time for her to come home for for Christmas, and they're all produced by Blake Shelton. Isn't that something? I did not know that. I'm just wondering if there's anybody out there that can top... Sue, I mean, that's a pretty impressive number. Yeah. Of 494. Well, actually, I did say to you, I might be the only one in the tri-state area with that. I doubt <laughs> it. I would love to know. know that there are others out there like me. Maybe we can get together and watch a couple. And Ashley, you can join us. 
Wonderful. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Sue. I doubt you're <laughs> flying solo on this because it just takes a couple of moments of look. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Looking at my Bumble feed to know that, no, you're not alone. What I don't. that even mean? <laughs> some of the women oh, on there. What in the world? <laughs> Explain. I'm just saying, you look what at some of the saying? women. We all have 99 cats all right well uh, what's next on your agenda which one are you going to watch well funny you should ask i was just going to look at my calendar to know when to set my dvr and there's one today at oh it's at midnight Ooh, christmas oh. in notting hill oh and I'm i guarantee you what, that one for sure a big time city corporate lawyer goes home to her hometown and finds out the true meaning of Christmas from the local hunk. And they saved the local toy store from closing. Yeah. <laughs> I do it. it. Alright, Sude, go enjoy your uh, Hallmark Christmas movies this year with your app. Happy holidays. Love you, girl. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's B105 Statman with a view from the Statosphere in the Cincinnati Museum Center at Holiday Junction. And here are the legendary Duke trains. All right, I'm with Ross Warfield, and he's going to tell us why there's a military train that goes around the tracks here. Yes, well, during World War II, this station was very important in transporting troops to various locations in the United States. And how old is it? That train there is probably from about 1940, 39, 40. And by the way, with the display behind me, during World War II, the Army of Corps of Engineers took it over from uh, the Baltimore to Ohio so that they could train military personnel on how to actually run a rail yard in case it was ever needed either in the United States or as they moved inland in Europe to operate the rail systems over there. So this isn't just a toy, it's a piece of military training equipment. It was in the 1940s, absolutely. And it's just very important history because it's not only a Christmas fun train thing, which we all love, but it's also how people and goods were moved during the 30s and of course the 1940s and 50s. So this is a piece of history a window into how people moved and lived their lives 90 years ago. Before there was Amazon. 
yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. I never knew that about the uh, yeah. museum center and all the trains and stuff there. No idea. Since 1946, 300 rail cars, 60 locomotives. Go check it out. It's a part of my family tradition every year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Down there, my mom used to take us when it was uh-huh. right downtown and... Now it's right in our Cincinnati Museum Center. So when downstairs. you you went over there, and I guess this year you did not find your uh, doppelganger, your lookalike. We called it the statue, the old train conductor that looks exactly like Stat that's no, standing there. But we did find a little Lego character that kind of looked like me. There you the, go. The Brickopolis is back also oh. with the Lego trains that go around, and that's another huge display. Dude, we'll get down there, and remember, the the longer you wait, the longer the lines get to check them out. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. I like going all that stuff about the trains. I love them. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. It is uh, that time of the year when you might be having a guest stay with you for the holidays. You know, got the spare bedroom, got the fold-out couch, whatever you got. Uh, people might be staying over. And uh, as we go into that season, Ashley has found some alarming news. And I don't know where you found this, but what in the world is it? Yeah, you can find anything on the internet. Mm-hmm. So apparently there's the question, if you are invited to stay at somebody else's house, is it okay to hook up with your partner in their home mm-hmm. on your overnight stay? Oh, okay. Well, okay. before we go is to what, what we're allowed to do, <laughs> yeah. what do you say, Big Dave? Um, I'd say, I, I think it's not very, uh, I'd say uncouth is the word. I don't know. what It's not very appropriate, I don't think. That? I think when done right, I mean, I don't, I don't mind as long as I don't know what's going on. What's happening behind closed doors is none of my business. So when you say like when done right, like what do you mean? Uh, quietly and not <laughs> disturb anybody else in the house. Yeah. Okay. Well, both of you, I mean, are kind of right, mm-hmm. Dave. If you don't want to do it, obviously that's fine. But uh, most etiquette experts agree that it is okay with some caveats, like Stat said. Mm-hmm. Don't be too noisy if okay. you are going to do it. And oddly enough, <laughs> they're saying to clean the sheets the next morning. And I just think that would be so weird. That's weird. If I'm standing in someone else's house, like holding a bundle of sheets in front of their washer, probably trying to figure it out because it's a lot more fancier than mine. Like, good morning. Well, but on the other side of that, I mean, if you had somebody stay over and they left, you're going to wash the sheets anyway. That, yeah. That's true. But, but if the people I had stay over are all going, hey, man, you, you really need to wash these sheets. I'm going to be like, dude, <laughs> come on. Now, I put over on our BNFI Facebook pages if people think it's rude to hook up in someone else's house. A lot of people are saying yes, but Don says go for it. Just try to be quiet and clean up after yourselves. Mm. Jennifer says it depends. Did they get invited as a couple? If so, you know they're together. Just don't let them hear you. Don't leave a mess. And if you're bringing someone there as a random hookup, then yes, that is rude. That's yeah, rude. that's rude. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. crossing the line. But if you're a married couple, I mean, I travel and stay with my brother-in-law. I'm about to travel to Colorado and stay with my brother. We have our own room. We're on vacation. I mean, <laughs> like I said, well, wash the sheets in the morning. And with guys, it is nothing to be ashamed of. With a wink of the eye, it's like, oh, you dog. Oh, yeah. But I'm married. I think people will be happy that we're still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. And Matt says, if they know, that means they heard. Disrespectful. Gotta bite that pillow, girl. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you gotta be quiet. He just assumes it's the woman making all the noise. Oh. 
All right, 749-B105. You can go in through the app or also over on Facebook. Where do you stand on this? Uh, hooking up for the holidays in someone else's house. Is it acceptable? Like, is the kids are like, is that Santa? <laughs> <laughs> no, kids, it's not Santa. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, we were just talking about this study that Ashley found about whether or not it's an, it's inappropriate to hook up in somebody else's house if you're staying there for the holidays. Okay? <laughs> yes. So uh, there's been lots of opinions coming through on this on Facebook, and now Sherry from Independence wants to weigh in. Sherry, what say you? I think, like that said, as long as you're quiet and polite about it, <laughs> I don't think there's a problem with it. It could get a little awkward, but um, I have actually, I'm curious about the flip side of that. What if you have guests in your own home and your person wants to come over? Oh, like it's not, you're not married, but you got guests and you're. Oh, and you're like hosting people at your house? Yes. And your your person wants to stay over or come over because I've actually had that happen he did not think that it was a big deal. He didn't understand why I didn't want him here, um, why I felt like it was inappropriate. But then when I actually ran it past my best friend who was the guest, she was like, no, that would have been really, really awkward and weird. Um, yeah. So I'm curious about that direction of it. I've I've experienced this firsthand. So uh, my forever bachelor brother-in-law that we go visit in Florida, mm-hmm. that happened. He went out and... Met somebody. My kids are asleep in one room. My wife and I were just falling asleep on the couch in the main room, and he comes sneaking in. And uh, my wife and I elbowed each other. We gave him about five minutes, and then we ran in the room and started jumping on the bed. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Wow. It's all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, we just lived in the moment and made it more embarrassing. I <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> what the hell? We're family. We don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was hilarious. Well, thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Sherry. Thank you. Uh-huh. Coming through the B105 app on this. Yeah, Melissa, our inquire carrier, she says, whether or not you're hooking up at a family member's house over the holidays that you're staying at, I guess it would matter whose house you're staying at. If it's at my sister's, not a big deal. Be quiet like you said. But if I'm staying at my grandmother's house for the holidays, I don't think so. Mm. Oh, grandma's got horrible hearing. Yeah. She ain't going to hear none of that. <laughs> Come on. I, I, Tiffany messaged it and said, I say, uh, just be happy for them. They got some. <laughs> wow. Happy right. holidays. But yeah. most people are like, no, no, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. The majority <laughs> says don't do it. Okay. That's where yeah. we're standing now. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, a jelly roll there with Lady Wilson and Save Me. And it turns out last night in Nashville, it was Jelly Roll doing the saving at a WWE Raw. They had that in Nashville last night. And a jelly roll, of course, from Nashville. Randy Orton, also from Nashville, big wrestler there. And it was his big triumphant return to Nashville. So Jelly Roll is there. He is right there ringside, right behind the announcer's table, okay? And, of course, he got involved in it. Now, <laughs> here's the deal. He was taking on Randy was a Dirty Dominic Mysterio and J.D. McDonough. Okay. And all of a sudden, they see Jelly Roll. They come over and start some business with him.
So from his chair behind the barricade, shoves both of those wrestlers. They go flying into the <laughs> stage or, or the ring, I should say. It's amazing. It was I a, mean, a hard shove, but I mean, Jelly Roll's a big guy. Dude, There's he puts up a, coming. a lot of personality there. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, so much fun. And just think of the people in Nashville that were at that thing last night just having the time of their life. And then there's Jelly Roll. And afterwards, they caught up with him. And he was nothing but jelly roll. You know, it was awesome, dude, because Randy Orton's the reason I came here tonight. Randy Orton was returning. It was my hometown in Nashville, Tennessee. I said, whatever it takes, we got to be in the building. And I just, I don't, I just felt like I was backing my boy. Well, you, you did a good job of backing him. Those shoves were legit. Could you feel the energy of the crowd? Because they popped for you. Dude, I'm still shaking, man. When I stood up and everybody cheered, I was like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm not wrong here. And I just went for it, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> come on, get him in the ring. I want to see him go for the title. Yeah, I want to see Jelly Roll come on the turnbuckle. He's man. a contender, yes. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. It's that time of the year again when we need to speak with, well, they say she's the uh, Cincinnati Reds Senior Vice President of Business Operations, but Karen Forgus, you always correct us and say you're the chief mischief maker over there. So I, you thought I'd forgotten that title, didn't you? Listen, shenanigans is my middle name. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Hey, it's Reds Fest coming up this weekend at the Duke Energy Convention Center. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, this cold week reminds me how important it is that you have somewhere to go with three floors of tons of space to run around, get the kids tired, enjoy and entertain yourself in between getting downtown to see some of the Christmas lights. It's a great, great weekend for Reds Fest. Last year I was down at Reds Fest, and I just want people that are, like, kind of on the fence to know this. I'm standing there, and all of a sudden this, uh, well, mountain of a guy walks past me. I turn, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, who's this? Cruz? Who is that? They go, that's Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, he, get, oh. I mean, he was right there next to me. And why I didn't get a picture with him or anything, I don't know. But, I mean, they're like, yeah, he's the top minor league prospect for the Reds. He's, yeah, and we all see how that turned out. Right. Um, that's exactly right. All Last season, it was just such a delight, so much fun. And I really believe it kind of started to turn the bend right after you guys helped us fill this ballpark up with Zach Brown Band. Yeah. All of a sudden, come springtime, come May, we get our Black City Connect uniforms on Friday nights after that. And off we went, and these young minor league came up and there just was some magic going on and we are bringing that current roster as well as a bunch of former players and broadcasters to the Duke Energy. It is 11 days to load in. That's how much stuff we bring over there. Whoa. We fill it like, you know, the Home and Garden Show's got nothing on us. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite thing is the main stage because in between all the autographs and photographs and booths and buying your holiday presents and all that stuff and getting the kids tired on the third floor, we've got a main stage where we let these young guys, because you're exactly right. We want to see who these guys are. So we have that producer's great chairs. You can just sit and watch, and we've got everything from Red's cooking shows, the kids-only press conference, Are You Smarter Than a Red's Heads member, Red's Feud. I mean, all kinds of fun stuff going on on the stage on top of all of it. Mm. Yeah, the kids-only press conference. Does that mean they get to ask the questions? They do, man, and they line up. You know, the funny thing is all these, you know, again, our current players all come, and they are scheduled the entire time. Time. They're either on the stage or in an autograph or photograph booth, and they clamor to do this one because we'll put about five players up there, and the kids line up in the aisle, and they ask the funniest, craziest <laughs> questions. This is kind of our players' favorite thing. Don't forget... 
Thomas Rhett post-game benefit concert, August 29. Mm-hmm. Those tickets are on sale right now, so you can go on Reds.com and get them, Reds.com slash Thomas Rhett. But come down and you can buy them also at Reds Fest and get some other merch to put in a, a package to put it under the tree for somebody. Of all the people that are going to be playing in the Great American Ballpark, I think everybody wants to know, is Thomas Rhett going to be giving autographs at Reds Fest? <laughs> oh, would that be nice? <laughs> hey, I also think it's pretty cool how you got a kids-only autograph session because a lot of times when you go to the games, it's these grown adults trying to muscle in and elbow out the kids to get balls signed. It's nice that, you know, you got something just for them. I, I agree. And, you know, part of that's one of the reasons that we kind of evolved the Reds Fest from being a pipe and drape autograph show to being the biggest festival of baseball that they have in the major leagues. It's three floors. And, again, to your point, I think a grown-up would be embarrassed boxing out a kid at this event because we set it up so good. Yeah. Karen Forgus with the Cincinnati Reds. It's going on this weekend. Reds Fest, Friday and Saturday. It's Friday and Saturday. Yeah, doors open Friday at 3, and they go till 10.30. We'll do the full team introduction at 5.30. That's our big moment. And then Saturday, you know, again, it's a whole day. You can come on down. Doors will open at 11 a.m. Stay open till 6.30. So it's, it's easy peasy. Come and on down. Once again this year, I will be playing in the Reds Celebrity Poker yes, Tournament. Yes, oh, indeed. That's, this that's year, serious dude. business. I mean, that <laughs> thing is set up like something you see on ESPN. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? Oh, yeah. And I, uh, Last year, I lost my jersey to a player after the first flop. I was done. Oh, I was out. Oh, man. You'd be better off in the Reds feud. Is that like family <laughs> feud? It is like family feud. We'll have like the pitchers versus the catchers, and it's fun. It's all Ooh. going on at Reds Fast. Go to uh, Reds dot com slash reds fest get your tickets and look for the chief mischief maker down there karen forgus from the cincinnati reds thanks for all you do ube you keep the city afloat appreciate you more of the big dave podcast our good vibes today uh, started off as what was supposed to be a joyous holiday fun-filled excursion and turned into something pretty dangerous for this Utah family. Uh, Ricky Porch, along with his son Jeremy, his daughter-in-law Sadie, and their three kids, hopped in their trucks and headed out towards the Stansbury Mountains there in Utah on a mission, just like Clark Griswold and Christmas Vacation, to get the family Christmas tree. Big old Christmas tree. That's what they wanted out in the woods, and that's what they were after. However, it is Utah, and it's the mountains, and there's a lot of snow out there. Uh And guess what? Ricky and his son Jeremy, both of their trucks got stuck in the snow. Out in the middle of nowhere. How much of a middle of nowhere? Their phones had very slight reception. Man, so they were really stuck. So they're stuck, and there's nobody around for miles. Finally, the daughter-in-law, Sadie, is able to get in touch with her sister-in-law, Miranda, on the phone. She walked away, got a signal, told them the situation, kind of where they were, and Miranda threw it up on social media asking for help. Meanwhile, the stranded snow tree cutters there were watching nightfall, trying to dig out their trucks to no avail. It's not going to work. So they're sitting there. It's now starting to get dark when all of a sudden social media responded. About 40 people showed up. Wow. And their Jeeps with winches and toe straps and successfully freed both trucks right there as it was getting dark. And I imagine pretty cold out there. Yeah. What a turnout. Yeah. And, And then they offered them compensation for their help. They all denied it, saying, we don't want anything. We just wanted to help out this family in need. So 
The Porch family returned home safely with their tree intact there and were very grateful to the rescuers and the community for the quick response. Ricky summed up the family's feelings best, saying, you just can't say thank you enough. You really can't. No doubt. These people came to help. Yeah. Uh, that'll be the most memorable Christmas tree they ever have, I bet. And uh, and it's all thanks to the kindness of strangers who came out and pulled them out of the snow. B. B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we have got Reese. She is eight years old, a second grader at St. Agnes there in Park Hills, Kentucky. Good morning, Reese. Good morning. So we've been to your fish fry over there many times. That's some good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to do the dad joke for us this morning, sweetheart, so let's have it. Why did the golfer buy two stockings? I don't know why, why did, did the, the golfer, golfer buy two, two stockings? stockings. Just in case you got a hole in one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then all that candy's going to fall out, isn't it, Reese? Yeah. I hope you get five stockings this year for Christmas, Reese. You're a sweetheart. Go have a great day there at St. Agnes in Park Hills, okay? Thank you. Bye. Oh, my goodness. What a cutie. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast. B105.com.